gentlemen welcome to the first segment of our show which is beautiful dark state of mind uh this is still uh, a work in progress learning uh still how to do this so forgive us if uh we mess up here and there but we're only gonna get better today i am your host j-o and i have my <laughs> First <laughs> guest on the show. I got some random nigga I found on the floor. Sup, <laughs> guys? Sup, ladies and gentlemen? It's Joey. Uh, yeah. So my first guest today will be my boy Joey Almeida, or y'all could call him J Media. J Media, cause I got them <laughs> bars up in bars. here. All right, guys. So this is our first show, and we're gonna start off our introduction this way. And we are only going to get better. For those that are listening, please follow us at uh, b.d.s.o.m.p. Damn! All right? Uh, That is on Instagram. You could also find us on Facebook, which would be Beautiful Dark State of Mind. Or just follow the link on our our IG here. And if you like what you hear, you want to support the show, click on that support this podcast on anchor find us on anchor and hit up the paypal all right find us with the email beautiful dark state of mind at gmail.com let's get started what's up bro what's up bro how you doing Ooh, we, got, we, we live you getting uh getting your little podcast thing started up i love it all i dig right. it i dig it i'm work in progress bro a work in progress um so let's start off with uh what you been up to Chillin' man, you know what I mean? <laughs> doing what I gotta do. <laughs> nah, but it's uh, it's good. It's good to be here, man. It's good things that you're doing right now. Yeah, and you've been putting a lot of a lot of work into even prior to this first recording. So mm. I think this is gonna be, I think it's gonna be a good thing for you, man. I think you, I think you're gonna be all right. You know what I'm saying? Especially having me as your first guest. Yes, <laughs> first about guest. Let to get a billion views, dog. <laughs> for y'all that don't see, is the struggle is very real. But eventually we'll go live on IG and you guys will see us on the spot. Word, word, word. Um, so, uh, so what's new, bro? What's going on? Not much, man. See, what do you want to talk about? What do you want to talk about? The first thing, the first thing that I want to talk about is, uh, first of all, let's get into let's get into music first. Let's get into let's get into MGK here and Joe Budden and Eminem. And see where this goes. Alright, we could, we could, we could. What, what, are you, what, are your, what are your thoughts about it? Because I, I think we both, I mean, we may come from an unbiased, well, yeah. from a biased perspective, because we're both Eminem fans. Yeah. I mean, I have listened to, I have listened to MGK. Yeah. I don't really mind MGK until he decided to put out Rap Devil. Yeah. Now, me personally, <laughs> me personally, 
Yeah. I listened to Rap Devil, and I thought it was good, but a lot of people saying, oh, it's better than Eminem's Kill Shot he just came out with, which I highly disagree with, only because if you come from hip-hop, mm-hmm. and you know people that um, that have made diss tracks back and forth, yeah. they don't compliment each other on a diss track. It's mm-hmm. just They just don't do it. They're not going to be like, oh, yeah, Nas, I know you're the greatest person I've ever I've ever witnessed, but, like, you garbage. Yeah, yeah. Oh, but, like, look, I don't really want to disrespect you. That's true. But, you know, the next one. You're, I'm, like, I'm contradicting. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're contradicting yourself. So. And that's what Eminem even said in the beginning. Yeah. Like, the very first thing that he said, he was like, diss me in a line and compliment me on the next. Like, that's mm-hmm. not, that's not, that's a, diss, not, that's not a diss track. That, you know, that's not a diss yeah. track to me, personally, but... Yeah. I think he won. I think I think Eminem's right now is, is up on it. What do you think? It's funny. It's funny because I put up I put up a post the other day, um, on our IG, mm-hmm. and it was basically about Joe Budden. Like you know, I in my point, my perspective, I thought that Joe Budden would be like a fit competitor, which I still think he is a fit oh, competitor. Yeah. And it's funny because I'm gonna read the comment here. Right. Uh, where is it at? Uh, oh, okay. Is it on this one? Yeah. So anyway, as far as MGK goes, I mean, yeah, I didn't expect him. I didn't expect him to make a big uh, impact. Yeah. And I and I felt like this guy that commented on on the battle or what. So uh, he said, uh, you know, MG, uh, Eminem is not, you know, the best anymore, and he doesn't stand for like. Um, I'm not gonna put him out there. He know who he is though. He's on here. I know him personally, so it was funny. But I'm trying to see where he. Oh, he okay. He goes. So bas- first here, he's talking about Joe Budden. He said. So I put. I said. Although we are still waiting for Joe Budden response, yeah. which might never come, yeah. come happen. You know. Uh, comment what you below if you think this might be a main event. Yeah. And he responded and said, Budden is the wackest nigga known to man. He Jeez. never, he said he never impressed me and lost this battle with MGK. Killshot wasn't enough. He needed to get into his past and dig up Slim Shady. So I didn't, I didn't, I didn't want to touch on him with that too much because I think we would have been there forever. I'm trying to see, I'm trying to see other comments, but basically what he was just trying to say was like, you know, Killshot was corny and he was trying to say I, I was a bad rapper and, you know, I, I'm, I know the barbershop yeah. stuff and. Yeah. You know, Eminem didn't bring that to the table. I looked at it like Eminem is just throwing him a jab, like you know, seeing right, right, seeing right, your right, spot. Right, right, exactly. And that's all he. That's all he needs to do. Look, look at the difference between the two people. Mm-hmm. Look at why Drake never dissed Joe Budden. Mm-hmm. Why? Because Drake knew that if he would have dissed Joe Budden, Joe Budden would have been way more popular. And then what would Joe Budden would have done, right? Nice. Joe Budden would most likely would have won that battle just because just this nigga because put he, out, I think he put out a whole EP <laughs> he put out a of whole disses album. before, he put a whole album out of disses before <laughs> Drake even responded and did anything. So if Correct. Drake would have responded, Joe Budden would have been way more popular than what he should have been. Yep. And then what would have Drake, uh, Joe Budden done? Most likely he would have actually put out an album. Yeah. Or he would have dropped some. He would have dropped something, a seven seven song album, because he would have rode the wave. Yeah. What is MGK doing? MGK is whack compared yeah. to Eminem. Eminem should not even be battling MGK. What? Mm-hmm. Eminem's in a state right now that he's just gonna say what he wants. He's gonna do what he wants. Mm-hmm. So he ended up making that diss track. And then what happened? Now look at MGK. MGK is now coming out with, uh, I think it's called Binge. 
Benj. Yeah, I think he's coming out with it. I think he's coming out with an EP. I think it's dropping on the 23rd. Okay. But that's perfect for MGK because now he's riding that wave. Exactly. But look at the difference between the two people. Yo, this nigga made one hit song, which mm -hmm. is Rap Devil. He has a jersey mm -hmm. that says Rap Devil on the back with 666 all over the back. This nigga goes to a concert, mm -hmm. raps Rap Devil, gets booed Boot off stage. stage. Then he, on top of that, he takes a photo mm -hmm. of all of Fallout Boy's fans, yep. wasn't even his crowd, yep. to put up a middle finger and trick the fans yep. to flip off Eminem. Those are two L's right away. Then he goes to another concert. Uh huh. This dude snapping on him, throwing a middle finger to him, snapping on him. He stands in front of him, starts rapping for him. He punches him in the dick. <laughs> he straight gorilla hooks him. <laughs> <laughs> in his nutsack, yo, MGK just goes, uh, yeah, so anyway, it just keeps on rapping. Yeah, yeah. Yo, those are infinite amount of L's yeah. that he's been taking. Very true. And all he's doing, he's obsessed. He's obsessed yeah. with making that one song, and he's riding a wave. Mm -hmm. It's an automatic loss. Nobody does that. Who does that? Who does that in, who does that in battle? That's why. do that. That's what I feel right now, like... Now, I mean, obviously Eminem, Eminem is definitely a way better artist, lyricist, whatever the case right. may be. And like I was just reading here that, you know, MGK, since Eminem called him a stan, MGK does not want to respond. Cause, first, because Eminem called him a stan, and he also called him a mumble rapper. So MGK, you know, I mean, I don't know, man. The kid, I feel like he got to take a different route. He's definitely not what I'm playing in the gym. No. Hell no. No, I don't think so. so. I mean, that's, that's, that's me personally. But I can guarantee that MGK is going to come out with... Uh, He's going to come out his, with some his, fire? No, nah, his response is going to... His response... I'm telling you, that kill shot, no mm -hmm. matter what he says, mm -hmm. like, that was a perfect response mm -hmm. to MGK because it touched on his whole music video. Yep. It touched on Puffy. Yeah. It touched on... Which Puffy's the one that... If y'all don't know, Puffy's the one that backs up MGK and mm -hmm. gives him, you know what I'm saying, his money. He touched on Puffy... And he responded to everything that MGK said in, in Rap Devil. Also, there's rumors that's going around that's saying that MGK actually knew that Eminem was going to put out a diss for him mm. six months prior to Kamikaze even coming out. What? Or maybe it wasn't six months. Maybe it was a couple weeks or a month yeah, or yeah. something prior. Somebody leaked that MGK was going to get dissed. So MGK already had already the had song, something which is why out. three days later, he yeah, came out yeah. with a goddamn music video. Yeah. Yeah, and how do you how do you come up with that song like, of straight bars? You know what? That's tough to do. Where's that his makes, response at now? That actually makes a lot of sense because first of all, Eminem's album was unanticipated. Right. No, it was you know what I'm saying nobody knew he was gonna drop it, and nah. then three days later you got three days you got later, 48 bars, a hook, yeah, a hook, a, a music, a music video, video. That's crazy. Nah, that's crazy. That's crazy. Yeah, so you had and to. And the so only he was thing prepared. he was prepared, 100. percent He was prepared See, because he's what, not. He's not okay. If Joe, okay, if if Joe would have responded and yeah. Joe would have wrote something, I would 100 percent believe that he listened to that mm -hmm. and wrote it. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? That's what makes he got Eminem, that pen. He can yep. he can do shit like that. Yeah. MGK, MGK, who's he battled? Nobody. Not that I know. Nobody. Of. I don't think he battled. I don't anybody. think he really be battling anybody. But You're that what makes boy. that yeah. <laughs> that's what that's what makes. But honestly though, yeah. Now that I think of that, that's what makes Eminem so great because, mm -hmm. like, you got to think about it. if if it if MGK already knew about this prior, mm -hmm. and I mean, cause that song that he made it had to take some time. You ain't gonna you, like you said you ain't, no, it, no, they, they ain't no, no way, way you're gonna find. 
a camera guy, probably unless he's sleeping with you, right? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> to make a video the next day, probably he was sleeping with you because you had a bowl of cereal, right? Had a bowl and everything. You just woke up. You said, you know what I'm saying? But it take you got and you got to mix that video. You got to edit it. Three days. Yeah. Eminem listened to your response and had a track. Yeah. And he was like, he was like, he was like, like the next took, day. He said it took him two weeks and three interviews later to come out with a response. Wrong. Mm-hmm. It took him two weeks and one interview. It was yeah. broken up into four different parts. Yeah, so yeah. That's, that's false right there. Yeah. It was the same same interview. And Eminem already touched on the fact of why he didn't respond to him immediately because he didn't know if MGK was going to respond. He didn't know if any of those mumble rappers was going to respond. He didn't know if um, Joe Bunnan was going to respond. Yeah. So if he would have just listened to it, came out with a response, and Joe Bunnan listened to it, now he got to come up with a response with Joe Bunnan, and then somebody else responded to him. Now he got to come. This nigga's gonna be rapping for the next two years, mm-hmm. trying to battle everybody. Yeah, so that's what he said in his smart. interview. He's yeah, like, smart to yeah, sit exactly. back. I'll be fighting everybody for five yeah, years. Yeah, he's be fighting everybody for five years. That's so crazy. what's the smartest thing to do? You're gonna wait until all the responses are out mm-hmm. because after that jump came out, if it takes you two weeks for you to respond to somebody that's hitting you. Mm-hmm. You corny. What are you gonna do? Two months later, you gonna come <laughs> and respond? You whack. Just throw that joint in the trash. Yeah, I wish I wish I could find the other the other comments that I seen. Yeah. For some reason, I don't see them here. Unfortunately, I apologize to you guys that are listening. If you ever, if you guys so happen to go onto the Instagram page, it might show on your app. For some reason, it's not showing yeah. on my desktop here. But um, yeah, that's crazy, man. I don't know. Music is definitely changing, and you know what's funny? This kid, the, the the ears of these kids are changing really hard. Cause I hear, I hear kids that that rap now, and some of them are really good. And then I hear kids that uh, that don't have like a real good music ear, and like anything will sound good to them. It's just it's insane. But beside besides that, um. Yeah, MGK is definitely not my. He's not in my top five. Not in, he's definitely not in my top two, and that's not even bashing him. You know what I'm saying? Like you're just not. You're just not the music I listen to, especially like when you're working out and doing things like that. Right. Like, so that Eminem track, Fall, which yeah. is definitely it is one of my favorites on the album. Yeah. When I go to the gym. I like I like to like hear that because well, it's something yeah because it's something about that intro. It's too loud. Uh huh. That get me. That get me hype. I get excited. Yeah, that jump stuff. Do you do you have a playlist like? Because I know when you work out, you go to the gym and you you know your headphones are on and things like that. Yeah, I ain't gonna I ain't gonna front, man. Uh, let me see. So. Obviously, I rap and I listen to a lot of I listen to a lot of rap. I listen to a lot of hip hop. I listen to a lot of music in general. Yeah. You know what I mean. But when I'm in the gym, I like I like to listen to bars. I like to listen to hardcore rap because that's what that's what gets me interested mm. in. You know what I'm saying? Doing what I do. Mm. Prior to this, I think the only fire album I'm talking album, not one song. You got 19 track playlist. Yeah. There's one song that's good. I'm talking album. The last one that I listened to that I was in the gym honestly was. Post Malone's new album that, yeah. that just came out recently. Yeah, that's a good album. I thought that John was fire. That was probably one of the one of the one of the only albums that I can listen to. I think Wale was another one. Um, that was that was a long time ago. That I'd be able to listen to track one all the way into the end and not change any songs. I just I loved all I loved, loved all the songs on it. Then after that, I was listening to a lot of uh, 
Nicki Minaj. Yeah. A new At album. The gym? Her new album came out. I like um Just like, listen to it because I yeah. have I have Amazon music. Yeah, yeah. Right? Okay. So I have Amazon music. So anytime a new album come out, that's what I that's what I put on. I put that on. And I listen to the whole. I try to listen to the whole album. Yeah. While I'm at the uh, while I'm at the gym, so I listened to that a couple times just so I can hear her lyrics uh-huh. and hear what she got. I really did like that. I really did like that album that she dropped. Yeah, out. it was. Now it's. Good. Yeah. Yeah. Now it's now it's Kamikaze. Kamikaze, Kamikaze. Is, was nigga. I listened to that album <laughs> back to back like a hundred times already. I'm getting tired of it now. <laughs> I'm about to. <laughs> so so are you still are you still working out now or like what's going on? Like how yeah, are you? No, yeah. Like what is your schedule right now as far as as far as working out goes? Because I know you work and yeah, yeah. you know. Yeah, right now it's 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 tough, man. Because you know I got I got three kids that I got to make sure I take care of. I got my mm-hmm. girlfriend at the house. I got my three. I got my two dogs mm-hmm. at the house. So you know when people when people look at me saying how do I find the time? There's always time. There's always time to hit the gym. There's always time to do something. You just gotta actually make that time and you gotta schedule it. Mm-hmm. Like I wake up in the morning and the first thing I do is you know I go use the bathroom. I rinse my mouth out. I go outside. I let my dogs out. Come in. I start making my breakfast and getting ready for the day. Um, I start work at 2.30, which is a lot later than, you know mm. what I'm saying, people normally do. I'm changing my schedule now, so it's actually going to be in the morning, so I have to flip my whole life around. But um, So, real quick, just just for, like, everyone that's listening, like, what is it that you do exactly? I know what you do, but mm-hmm. I want I want, I want the viewers or the listeners to know a little bit more about you. So, first of all, where, where are you from, mm-hmm. right? Tell me where you're from. Yeah, so I'm from uh, Roselle, New Jersey. I was born and raised in New Jersey. I was born in Hoboken. Okay. I was raised in Roselle. My father's from Jersey City, uh, Elizabeth. I got my brother currently lives out in Newark. Um, so I got a lot of family and friends out in, in Jersey. Okay. So that's where that's where I came from. And and also your Portuguese and Puerto yeah, Rican. Yeah, Puerto Rican. Rican. Yep, Puerto Rican and Portuguese. I'm 50-50. My mother's full mm. Puerto Rican. My father is uh, full Portuguese. I mean, I'm talking 100% yeah. Portuguese. So y'all don't get it twisted. So y'all come up with some picture or whoever it is the hell you're thinking you're hearing this voice and you're coming up with your own perception of who this person may be. <laughs> Nigga look like a Mongolian. <laughs> yeah, you're like, damn, this dude. For you guys, no, we're, he's Portuguese, Puerto Rican. A uh, very close friend of mine, very intelligent from from my point of view. We're both Puerto Rican, and mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying. Don't don't get it confused. Don't get gas. All right, let me don't stop. get gas. <laughs> All right, and uh, so yeah. So where where are you working now? Like, what is it? Because I want to get into you working out, but I want also want to know how you manage that with your work. Because I know yeah, at yeah. work you're using a lot of you're definitely using a lot of your brain power, yeah. and that becomes exhausting. So yeah. how do you how do you manage that time with going to the gym as well? Because yeah, it sounds yeah. like it sounds like I guess it sounds like a balance in a sense. Yeah. Like go go to work, exhaust your mind for whatever it is that you're doing, right. and then go relieve that stress at the gym and use your body. Right. So there's 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 two. To me, I mean, it's obviously it varies a lot more than this, but bare bones. There's two types of jobs. You're either gonna have a physical job or you're gonna have a mental job. Correct. You know what I mean? There there might be jobs where you obviously have to do both, which is probably the toughest because mm-hmm. you're being physical and you're exhausting your brain. Mm-hmm. But in general, you know, you have something like people that work in Amazon. You know, mm-hmm. you lift in boxes all day. It's not really mental because. You, this is what you got to do. That's it. You do it. You go home. But it's, it's very physical. And then you have jobs like mine, which is not physical. I sit at a desk all day and I manage a team of 12. And it's a lot of mental stress, you know. So when it comes to the gym, 
gym is perfect for both scenarios. Like mine is mental. I work at web.com. Uh, what we do is that we build uh, websites for small business owners and we range from mom and pop shops, you know what I'm saying, all the way up to my, one of my agents that did a $50,000 deal with wow. World Star Hip Hop. So wow. we know the owner of World Star Hip Hop. World we, Star! World Star! Hip World Star! No, we do. <laughs> uh, we just we just renewed a lot of their, yeah. I, won't get, I can't get into their personal stuff, yeah, but yeah. we renewed a bunch of their stuff that came out to about $50,000. Uh, we get commission off of that, so you know we all eating there at work. But yeah, that's great. But yeah, it's a lot of it's a lot of it's a lot of. And you moved focus. up, and you moved up fast, right? Because you were up, only there for about two years. Probably. Yeah, been, well, it's come it's coming up to three years now. Yeah. Because, uh, but before I was in uh, I was in hot water. I was in I was in a lot of trouble. Yeah, yeah. I was in a place I was going I was going down. I won't get into now. But yeah, yeah. during that time, during the lowest moment of my life, I just made a decision of myself, and that is. A, I gotta make sure that I take care of my family. I gotta make sure I take care of my girlfriend. I gotta make sure I take care of my life, right? Correct. So once I made that decision, I, I actually had to sit back and focus on what really matters to me the most. Yeah. And instead of trying to jump from job to job, the job that I currently have, I was making a lot of money in and it's something that they supported me in. Yeah. So when I was going through my toughest time, you know what I'm saying? This was the only job that actually looked at me and says, yo, we're here for you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I had the vice president of the company tell me that he's here for me. Yeah. I had uh, the directors, which is a level above me now, yeah. um, tell me that they're there for me. And they honestly was. I had the HR department saying that they were there for me. So, like, there was a lot of factors that knew who I was. And they actually did care about me, which made me, excuse me, made me want to pursue that career more. So, what I ended up doing, I, I started 2016 in March. I then, in about six months, I became, I got a promotion, I became a team lead for another department, which was underneath the supervisor. So I was a team lead for another six months, and uh, after about six months, I ended up going to um, being a supervisor. So now I'm currently a supervisor, so within a year, I've jumped up two levels. Uh, I'm making more money than I ever thought that I could make, and uh, my family's blessed, my career is blessed, Everything is blessed right now, so, um, you know, love and life, love and life. Yeah. Yeah, so, uh, Matt had to, Matt had to step out for a little <laughs> bit. Come, no, come but, back, uh, back. yeah, sorry about that. No, it's all right. I was just telling him about, uh, so what I, no, because I, 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 I heard everything. I just had yeah, to grab yeah. that thing over there in the corner and sit it up for some reason. It fell. But, uh, anyway. So what I want to know is basically what is it because you're still very young and we're, we're both still very young and I feel like I was saying I was telling this to somebody the other day that you know when you're when you're like in your teenage years you know and you're still kind of sort of innocent mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know and you see that you have talents mm -hmm. and you have like you, you can grow like right now especially in this economy and the social network that we have everything you know like a computer in our pocket I was basically explaining to them like you know 16 17 years old you have nothing blocking you from pursuing your dreams you know what I mean and you want to keep that like you want to keep your talents you want to keep whatever it is you have you want to keep it you know because even at our age with everything that we've been through you know as far as you know, trouble or money and family and this and that. Like now we have a couple of things that are in our way, but still 
trying to keep our dreams alive and trying to keep pursuing them, which it is harder for us now because we're a lot older and we've been through so much, but we're still pursuing it. Mm -hmm. Because there's, you know, look at people in your company. I know there's people in your company that under 40 or a little bit under 50 and they're millionaires mm -hmm. and or just becoming millionaires like when i listen to gary v gary v's about he's about 45 right now mm -hmm. and he's like he's still a new millionaire like he just became a millionaire like when he was like 40 you know what i'm saying so i want to know what is it that's still driving you still making you feel like you can achieve anything because you're definitely one of those people that one of the few people in my life because i probably have less than mm -hmm. three people i know that feel uh how can i say don't i don't want to say feel but that live under the live under the the mindset of nothing's gonna stop me right no matter what it is the only thing that will stop me is death itself right because that's the only thing that's right. certain right so what is it for you because i know you played sports you, you right, ran right, right. track you rap like you know like yeah, yeah. we have so many talents right and we're still trying to pursue those things so what is it that's keeping you driven like what motivates you when you get up what do you tell yourself in your mind i'll answer it i'll answer it this way and i'll try not to be i'll try not to be long take up your time because i can sit here and talk about <laughs> we could be here all damn day hours one day we're gonna be <laughs> here for a while yeah we're gonna be here for a little bit but um all right so i'll, I'll break it down i'll answer that question this way which is we all grow up in different households, right? We all grow up with different situations and we all have different um, family incomes, mm -hmm. right? So when you look at people that have higher incomes, mm -hmm. meaning that their mom and dad most likely has some, you know, really good job and they're making, you know, over $100,000 a year, their mentality and their mindset is already set to make that $100,000 a year, $250,000, $300,000 a year, you know what I'm saying? So those values that they were taught when they were kids, they're then passing it down to their kids and they're getting taught those values. People like us won't have parents, like my parents was never rich, you know, and I know your parents was never rich either. Um, we get taught those values. We get taught the value of a dollar, you know what I'm saying? So we get, we learn money a lot different mm -hmm. and it all depends on our parents so to go back on why I am the way that I am and why my brother my brother is a very successful uh, sales agent for uh, what does he do he does a uh, life insurance mm -hmm. and my sister currently owns a business and uh, the hair salon. She, yeah, she's a hair salon yeah. and so she owns her own business and I am a supervisor for a multi-billion dollar company so the reason that we, I think that we are the way that we are is because our father almost had the, I call it the Mike Tyson mentality. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. When Mike Tyson was growing up, basically, and it wasn't his real father, right? Mm -hmm. I think it was the dude that took him. Well, it was, it was, was like, yeah, the guy that took him in the that trainer. took him in the trainer that yeah. took him in. Custy so, Amato. Yeah, right. So he basically bred him to be a weapon. Mm -hmm. He bred him every single day. He's like, yo, you are a champion. You're a lion. Yeah. Ain't nobody going to stop you. And yeah, this, yeah. you know what I'm saying? That's like, that's like That that hits you psychologically. So personally, honestly, I'm, I'm blessed to have the father that I had mm -hmm. because every single day my father would tell me like yo you're gonna be somebody you're gonna take care of your family you're gonna do this right. you're gonna do that ain't nothing gonna stop you and i i've lived that my entire life and people look at me and saying like every time i go through hardship and i'm gonna touch on something else too yeah yeah go ahead some time, so. yeah, yeah we got time i'm gonna I'm bleed i'm gonna bleed into it so my uh my father used to teach me that all the time so i'm personally blessed to have that mentality because a lot of people look at me and they say um you know when I go through like hardship and I go through trials and tribulations and I don't bat an eye and I don't sweat and I know that 
either I'm going to resolve it and if it's something that I can't resolve, I just let it go. And I either figure out how to resolve it or something along those lines. You know what I'm saying? I don't let things like that get to me. I don't let hardship like that. Like I could be fired today and I won't break a sweat. Why? Because I know myself. I know I'm going to get myself back up. And people look at me and they're like, how do you how do, you do that? Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's hard for me to answer that. And I'll never lie to somebody and be like, oh, it's easy. You just do this, that, and the third. Because mm-hmm. it's not because I was born that way. Mm-hmm. But those people that weren't born that way, they struggle yeah, with yeah, that. Yeah. You know what I mean? They struggle yeah. with that transact, transition. Mm-hmm. And I'll tell you this. I was driving. It's funny that we're doing this podcast. Because <laughs> I, was, I was driving. Um, I was driving home. I, I get home from the gym about 1 o'clock in the morning. I, I hit the gym around 1130 at mm-hmm. night. So I, by the time I get home, it's about one o'clock in the morning, and I'm driving, right? With the same mentality, I'm thinking to myself, man, I've tried so hard to get my life perfect. Mm-hmm. You, know, you know what I mean? And I'm, I'm, I'm close to being there. You know what yeah, I mean? It yeah. took, it took me a lot. It took me three years to get to where I'm at, but I try. I'm trying my hardest every single day. I wake up and I strive for protect, for, for uh, perfection. And it always seems like, and I know a lot of people can relate to this, it always seems like every time you get to a good point in your life, something negative happens. That's a fact. You know what I mean? And it's like, damn. I mean, I woke up, I was praying every mm-hmm. morning, I'm asking mm-hmm. God for these blessings, mm-hmm. I'm out there and I'm putting I'm putting work, you know what I'm saying, I'm putting work in the field, I'm blood, sweat, and tears in my job, and then something happens, the devil comes and snatch you up, whichever yeah. whichever you guys believe yeah. in. You know what I'm saying? Something, something negative happens in your life and you kind of get set back and you're like, why you know what i mean like why i've been trying so hard to be perfect and i've been trying so hard to strive for that one thing whatever that one thing is in your life and something always negative happens and i'm thinking to myself and i'm driving i'm like why does that always happen and something hit me like i need to stop striving to be perfect yep Exactly. You know what I mean. I, I was thinking that. Yeah, I was. Gotta, I was hoping yeah, that's where you yeah, was. Kinda, yeah, that's, yeah, that's exactly where I'm going. Is that I gotta stop striving to be perfect. Exactly. We yeah. have to, and, and this goes to anybody in life. If you're more money, more problems. You know why they say that? It's because people that are making a hundred thousand dollars, five hundred thousand dollars a year, they are working for that hundred thousand dollars. They're working for that hundred thousand dollars a year. Mm. You know what I'm saying? They're not sitting home. You know what I'm saying? People look on TV like, oh, they driving yachts, they're doing this. Yo, they're working with a with a billion dollar company. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know what it takes to run a billion dollar company? I think billion I think company that's I, that's stressful. Yeah, I think I know what you're saying uh, in a sense because I'm thinking of because I'm thinking about people that like you know I was watching some the other day and they were talking about people that uh uh want the life they see people living on Instagram. Like, yeah. like you know, they, right, right, they right, look right. like they're living the perfect life. Right. And they like, oh, you should be here. Right. And they're like, yo, buy my course because it's this and this and that. Right. But I was watching somebody the other day that was talking about that and said, you know, everybody wants to be perfect right. because they feel like they're missing out on right. something. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Everybody wants the money. Everybody wants the yacht. But then they like, they don't understand that the person behind that camera, anybody could do that. Like, they can go and rent a BMW for the weekend, rent a Bentley for the weekend, rent a house for the weekend, and make it seem easy. like they live oh, there easy. and they've been doing people do that. that all, people do that all the time, especially when they go to Miami to go mm-hmm. to clubs. I know because I was mm-hmm. that person, you know what mm-hmm. I mean, back in the day, where yeah. we go and we rent some. As a matter of fact, we went to go, I remember we went out clubbing one time, I think it was in, I think it was in Atlantic City, and mm-hmm. we went to go rent, uh, what was it? I think it was a, I think it was a Maserati, and we went there, and um, I think it was ASAP. Who was it? ASAP Rocky. Somebody was it, was rented it? it out prior to us, 
and it was they were famous. I think it was I think it was ASAP. I think it was ASAP Rocky, and we couldn't even we couldn't rent the vehicle That's that we crazy. yeah we couldn't rent the vehicle that yeah, we wanted yeah. because he already rented it out. Wow. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, yeah. that right there automatically made me think like that know, this is what they do. This is what you they do. Yeah. They, they front and they say, "Oh, this is my whip," but it's, I was watching I was watching this kid the other day on uh, on Viceland. And he was like 23 years old, and he's from Miami. I don't remember his name, but 23 year old. I think he was a Spanish kid, and like, and uh, I don't know, think he was Chinese. But he had a, he was driving a Lamborghini, like a gold, like a yellow Lamborghini. And he's like telling the dude in the interview, he's like, oh, you know, uh, you know, I work for this car company and this car company, and you know, we sell cars and we sell Lamborghinis, Maseratis, Bentleys, Raves, all that. He's like, I make like five hundred thousand dollars a year, blah 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 blah. And then he's telling the guy, he's telling the guy, but you know, a lot of people in Miami front, like they rent the cars and they say they got this and they say they got that. The dude that was interviewing him told him, he said, how do I know you're not playing me right now? <laughs> yeah, I was like, I was like, oh, the kid goes, the kid was like, yeah, he said, uh, he said, I'm real, man. Like I'm real, blah, blah, blah. And the guy right. was like, yeah, but how do I know you're not trying to play me? Like, how do I know you actually own that car? Right. And then he goes. I'm not a good person, blah, blah, blah. But then he goes, you know what? I am playing you. I am this. I am that. I actually don't own this car. Right, exactly. And blah, blah, blah. And then the guy was like, oh. He goes, uh, can I see you drive off? <laughs> like, let me just watch you <laughs> drive off. And the kid, the kid looks so ashamed, man. I felt bad, but I was like, you know, that that's the perception that's, they give it. And they right went there. into the credits, and the credits said, you know, we actually reached out to this company right. that he claimed he worked for. They have no association with him. Right. They said, we reached out to, uh, you know, whoever to find the ownership of him in the car. That's not true. Oh, he said he was down with a... He said he was down with a DJ Khaled. Oh, okay, uh, we yeah. the best. Yeah. And he was like, oh, I used to write songs for them, blah, 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 blah. Damn. And they was like, they said, yo, but we reached out to his to DJ Khaled's and company. They don't know who you are. <laughs> they don't know who the hell you are. So that, yeah, that's true. And I feel like, you know, the other day I was thinking to myself, like, because I also had that mindset of trying to perfect things. And I'm definitely a perfectionist. And we we both are, you know, when it comes to little things that we try to get in our life, like we like to be in control of situations. And it's like, I realized, I told myself, you know, I think no matter how much money I will ever have, mm-hmm. you know, no matter what I have, I, the most important thing to me will be love in my right. life. Because I feel like, yeah, I'm getting somewhere in my life. Right. I'm working on these things. You're working on things. Right. But it's still not filling that void of just being able to live your life and be happy and right. not worry about any of this shit. You know right. what I'm saying? Like, what's that, what's that one thing Bob Marley said? He was like, uh, he was like, uh... Are you happy because you have things? You know, I'm, I'm paraphrasing it. Right, right, right. But I'm pretty sure you've seen it. He was like, what makes you happy? Because you have, like, right. you have things in your home. You have a car. You have a house. Like, that brings you love and joy. Like, no, that's not. All that shit can go away. You don't need none of that. J. Cole, is, J. Cole actually is somebody like that. You know, you've seen his interviews where he said he thought buying his mama a house and having right, a car exactly. was going to bring love. But it only made things worse. Right. You know? Yeah, because it's it's what you it's what you do to maintain that, right? Mm-hmm. Like if you have like I personally believe that um, we as human beings have to be comfortable with being uncomfortable. Yeah. Because no matter what, there's gonna be trials and tribulations in your life. Yeah. Whether you have zero dollars in your bank account or whether you have, you know, a thousand dollars in your bank account. Yeah. No matter what, you're gonna have trials and tribulations that's gonna go down. So at the end of the day, ain't really much that we can do. Yeah, I hear you. You know what I'm saying? 
yeah, that's how that's how it goes, man. Unfortunately, and uh, you know, honestly, you know, you're my boy. We've been friends for a long time. We've been yeah, through yeah, a lot yeah, of things, yeah. and um, you know, we're only gonna get greater from here. For you guys that are listening to this and don't see, I mean, man, we are literally. <laughs> we're gonna take a picture of this. <laughs> And then, you know, you guys would see how the first podcast ever looked. I'm not going to put this out there because you're going to be like, damn, these You want to describe it to them? <laughs> nah, I mean, just let, I'm going to just let you know there's a little table under my computer and a couple of other things, man. It, it's wild. But, you know, I really, I really, I really enjoyed this first podcast because we're, we're about to let it go. We do have some things we need to get into today. But I enjoyed it. This is, this is exciting. I really... I'm I'm happy that you came and we expressed ourselves right. and talk and we're definitely gonna continue going. But for those guys that are listening, I mean, if you like to listen to the show, by all means, as long as you're listening, just listen. Mm-hmm. But if you really want to support us and you really want to, you know, help us grow and you can see more and more of us and help us return uh, the favor to you guys in the future when it comes. Like I said earlier, follow us on uh, on our IG here. Uh, you know, at b.d.s.o.m.p. Alright, that is pretty long. But uh, I hope you guys follow us on that page. And also you can click on the link to follow our Facebook page as well. And uh, if you guys have any concerns, comments, you know, anything you want to hear, you know, any conversation you want us to bring up, or even comments about our conversation, you know, hit us up at our uh, Gmail here, which is beautifuldarkstateofmind at gmail.com. I am on it all the time. If you'd like to donate, you know, also go to your PayPal and type in that email address, beautifuldarkstateofmind, and, you know, anything helps, man. We're trying to build here, trying to get a studio, you know what I'm saying? I want you guys to see us live, in action, your favorite, your greatest, your bestest, your boy J.O. here representing, you know, and trying to uh, bring our crazy, twisted minds and knowledge and whatever the hell we got going on up here right, right, out right. to the forefront. And I like to thank my boy Joey for coming out here hey, today. You know, you know and you guys are definitely going to hear more of him. Uh, do you want to put anything out there, like your Facebook, your IG, anything like that? Yeah, so uh, if you guys want, I, I usually post a lot of uh, my fitness stuff on my IG. It's uh, bars underscore gains and that's gains with a z uh you going to follow me on there it's a lot of a lot of fitness stuff that i that i usually be posting so you're more than welcome to follow me on there that's about it i ain't got no i don't use no i don't use no twitter <laughs> no use, twitter fingers I, don't, I, don't, I, don't, I ain't mr twitter fingers <laughs> i don't like that i don't like all right reading people <laughs> all right guys well we got to get out of here Thank you, Joey, again for coming to the show. Appreciate it. There's going to be much, much more for you viewers and listeners out there, man. Thank you for listening and tuning in to your beautiful Dark State of Mind podcast. And we are out of here.